Welcome to Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith, founder and president of the Wealthcare Investment Center. Each week, we discuss strategies to help you preserve, protect, and enhance your wealth because saving for retirement is just the beginning. We've developed an innovative approach to retirement wealth and tax management, powerful strategies to help you get the most from your nest egg and help you live the retirement you want and deserve. Have a question for the team? Connect with us at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Or call 888-888-5601. 888-888-5601. Get more retirement starts now. Hello, along with Bruce Smith, I'm Cheryl White. Hey, as we think about summertime, you know, I saw a recent survey, Bruce, and this is kind of disturbing, but I I know you and I know you're going to put a positive spin on this somehow. So let's dive into this Gallup poll that shows that only 43% of non-retired adults think they'll have enough money to live a comfortable retirement. Now, that's down 10% since 2021. Now, I know, and you and I both do, that comfortable means different things to different people. But whatever it means, there seems to be a lack of confidence for a lot of people that they can actually achieve that. So how can you help people get that confidence back? Well, you know, it's, it's always that crazy four-letter word that we use, which is math. <laughs> it, you know, it, it's not about opinions. It's not about guesses. It's not about hope. That's a big one. People use that as a strategy, all that, well, I hope I'm going to have enough money. Mm-hmm. It's really funny. We were doing some research this weekend, and you know something you never see is you never see any survey or statistic about failed retirement plans about what percent of these fail what percent of people run out of money what percent of people don't get to enjoy their lifestyle that they wanted to something happened to their planning you know we have all this data all this information but you never see that and the thing i find that's missing in most retirement plans because first of all people don't transition from investment plans to retirement plans and there's a monster difference. It's not about managing an investment portfolio. Because, you know, when you were working, when you were contributing, when you just had investments, you didn't have to worry about taxes. You didn't worry about income from that portfolio. You didn't worry about Medicare. You didn't worry about Social Security taxation. You didn't worry about all these things that rear their head. You know, it, there was one really interesting presenter we had at a big three-day tax intensive we did, and he said, you know, he said a lot of people, they defer the taxation on a retirement. They're deferring one tax, income tax, until mm-hmm. later in life. He says they deferred one tax for up to six different taxes, which is income tax, tax on Social Security, Medicare tax, tax for your heirs, and there's other taxes that come into play. So this is what happens is people say, well, you know, will I have enough money? This survey, I think the reason the numbers went down is because of inflation. And of course, we do have uncertainty in the market. So those two combined is what I think is driving the consumer confidence Mm -hmm. down. But, you know, the one thing that that the market continues to sell to us, Wall Street, the banks, even the insurance companies, they tell us it's okay to be volatile. It's okay to live in an unknown world of your finances. And the interesting part to me is, like, I'm there. I'm at retirement age. I mean, I'm not retiring. They'd like to run me out of here, but it's not going to (laughs) happen. But, you know, the thing is, I want to have consistent, durable, predictable assets. I don't want, you know, I no longer want to ride that wild Bronco and not know what's going to happen. And that's where I think, you know, how do you get that resiliency built in? And it's basically, number one, having your plan built your way. Start with a clean sheet of paper. We ask people, you know, what are the things you want? Not what we're going to tell you you need, but what do you want? Do you want to have a portion of your portfolio protected? Do you want to have a portion of it preserved where you have a cushion of protection. Do you want for the majority of that portfolio, do you want to have a defined outcome where you know in advance what's going to happen within a range if the market is up or down instead of a total unknown? And with that certainty, with that consistency, that durability, that's how you regain the confidence that your plan truly is going to provide your needs for your lifestyle throughout your retirement without having to scale back or, God forbid, you know, live on Social Security alone because you're not out of money. 
Oh, that's true. And you know what I found was interesting is that 77% of retirees, so those who have already retired, 77% say they have enough to live comfortably. So the disconnect between those who have retired and those who are getting ready to retire seems to be money. How much do they have? They're worried about current market conditions, I think. And the pandemic, we went through some really rough years. People tapped into their 401k plans. They did a lot of things just to get by as jobs were put on hold and all of that. So there's a big difference, Bruce, between people who are getting ready to retire and those who already have. So do you see a difference between those people who are, say, five to 10 years out? Are they more set than those who might be 15 years out? Uh, when you say five to 10 years out, you're talking before they retire? Yes. Or, or? Yeah. So there may be 10 years, 55-ish. Well, unfortunately, the reality is like whenever they say this, remember, this is an opinion poll. Okay. So you have 70, 70% of retirees saying they currently have enough money to live comfortably. And a lot of times they've used, you know, maybe an online calculator or they've worked with a big mutual fund company or maybe they have an advisor and somebody has told them, you're going to be okay. I've run the numbers. You're going to be okay. Uh, I see. And what's interesting in that is that, you know, I've been doing this 36 years. You know, for many, many years, I did that same thing. I, you know, I ran numbers. I used the software and said, yeah, you're going to be fine. But the truth is that, that there's an Achilles heel in retirement planning that nobody talks about, that nobody understands and really gets deep into it. I mean, you know, me, I'm a numbers guy, I'm a math guy. And the problem is that 99% of those assurances were made using an average rate of return. You know, I've looked at your portfolio, you've averaged 5.7% will, will cause this and give you all this headroom and you'll have financial security. But the reality is that when you're taking income, when you're removing money from that pile of cash, from that nest egg, that average return is meaningless because you're going to have a series of returns, ups and downs throughout your retirement. And we have run so many scenarios and you don't get the results. Like if you had an account that was making 6% and you took out this much each year and you had inflation, and we build that into it, you know, it, it lasts and here's what your residue looks like. With the volatility of markets, if you don't have a consistent, durable return that's tighter, you know, if you look at the returns from, for example, 2000 till now, and then ran from now to 2000 in reverse, you find that in both cases, in most scenarios, you have much less money, you know, left over than what that average return projected. I think there's a false sense of security for most people. And that's why, you know, we provide a much higher level of planning and long-term management, you know, to squeeze all the money you can get out of that nest egg, especially with the tax planning, because that's where the, the juice is at. But basically, what are your numbers based on? And are those assumptions valid and do they make sense? Or do you want a true stress test to so you feel much more confident that you've, you know, you've gone deeper into the math? And that's what we do. That's so interesting. And how do you do that? Because you are so right. Numbers can be manipulated to show whatever you want them to show. Uh, these polls are just that. They're, as you say, opinion surveys. So when someone comes into you and they say, all right, here's what I have. I have $500,000 plus. How can you help me? First of all, it's understanding what they have. So, you know, they bring actual statements. We actually input all the investments that they have, all the different holdings, whether it's stocks, bonds, mutual funds, what have you. Could be annuities, CDs, you know, checking accounts, savings. All those things have a number associated with them as far as returns. And then we plot that. We basically have it. We have an advanced system that will go back and look at those returns on those holdings clear back to 2000 or even 1998. So with, by having those year by year returns, then we will actually plug it into our advanced software and say, okay, so you know, with the historical returns, the average was this, and this is what that looks like. And it looks pretty good. And you say, now for the returns that actually happened, because we don't know when the down markets are going to occur. They're gonna occur early in our retirement. They're gonna occur later in our retirement, throughout our retirement throughout almost always. But if, if you have, you know, a couple of, of lackluster performance years initially in the early stages of retirement, it can really decimate the long-term prognosis for those assets. 
you know, a gentleman once told me, he said, you know, it's like having the river and you're six foot tall. And the guy, the fisherman, he says, can I cross here? He said, oh, yeah. He said, the, the average depth of the river is four feet. And you get in and you start <laughs> wading across. Right. And about halfway out, you had encountered that it's 20 feet because it was only two feet, you know, for the last 30 feet going to the other shore. You're 20 feet, uh, a 20 foot hole in the water. So are you going to drown? You got a problem. So, you know, basically we have that ability to not just look at those factors, but factor in all of the variables, you know, what will that tax bill look like over your retirement lifetime? Uh, a lifetime which is a lifetime, sadly, of unemployment, where you're responsible for that income. Retirement is a lifetime of unemployment. So you really want to be smart about the numbers and have a stress test done to find out what that point of failure typically is in these variable returns. Let's test that, that point of failure and see that you keep your head above water. And you know, you you talk about a lifetime of unemployment. Wow, that's a powerful way to put it. Uh, first <laughs> of all, you, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, whoa, uh, shockwave. But another part of that is that we're living longer, Bruce. So that Absolutely. lifetime of unemployment is getting longer and longer. The lifetime of unemployment is why it needs to be a serious conversation. This is why so many consumers have shied away from financial advisors, have shied away from the financial industry, and people like companies like Fidelity and Vanguard, they've welcomed, you know, hey, the do-it-yourself maneuver. You know, if you're talking about investments, and we talk about these variable returns, if you never take any money out and you reverse those returns, you end up with exactly the same money to the penny. No matter what the sequence of returns, it's the same. But once you start removing income, and it's not just income for you, income pays your expenses. You know, it pays for your lifestyle. Well, we all see that and think about that. But you also have to pay Uncle Sam's expenses. You've got to pay those taxes. So you're draining that nest egg for both things that are good and things that are not as beneficial to you. And then we have unforeseen circumstances. So this really changes the game. And that's why, you know, you want to know, hey, basically, what does my retirement look like and what can it be? If it's a problem, you know, with this lifetime where you're providing the income, my numbers don't look so good. They're not as good as I thought they'd be. Can we make them better? And the answer is yes. You know, two things. One, a more durable, consistent portfolio. But then you bring true, valid, powerful tax management into the equation. And by being smart about how you pay your taxes in retirement, you could find yourself with six or seven figures over your lifetime of additional value by having that tax management. Probably the single most powerful tool in the retirement planning arsenal. And I think that's where we would all like to be, Bruce Smith. So if you have saved $500,000 or more, we want to invite you to call Bruce and his team at WealthCare. And the number is 888-888-5601. Now, with today's crazy volatile markets, we've been talking about rising inflation and higher taxes. Bruce is so confident that he can provide you with powerful and innovative strategies for your unique situation that he's waiving his usual planning fee for you if you call right now. 888-888-5601. Get more retirement with Bruce Smith. We'll be right back. Are you afraid to look at your financial statements? Are you shredding them without opening them? If so, it's time for you to get a second opinion from the WealthCare Investment Center. At WealthCare, our portfolios are designed using proven risk reduction strategies to help protect and preserve your wealth during market downturns while maintaining the opportunity for strong growth when the market turns upward. All of our wealth managers are fiduciaries that will always put your interest above all others. If you need a plan to better manage the ups and downs of the financial markets, we are ready to help. Let us help you explore the opportunities available from using a higher level planning and management for your wealth. Instead of shredding or avoiding your financial statements, let's take a look at them together. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealth Care Team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealth 
K-A-R-E.com. Tell me what you see. I hear their cries. Just say if it's too late for me. Back now with Get More Retirement and Bruce Smith. A new poll says three-fifths of millionaires expect the economy to end the year weaker or much weaker. According to the new CNBC Millionaire Survey, about a third of millionaire investors are keeping more of their money in cash right now, Bruce. So why? Why, why in cash? Well, first of all, it depends on their type of portfolio. They're either looking for things to be on sale you know, basically better prices. Some people are trying to figure out, you know, the cash flow they're going to need and and they don't want to have it something that's going to need money from that or income from that. Oh, it's dropping in value. So that's a big one. The other one is that there's been, uh, and this is something you see in millionaire portfolios that people don't realize, is that they may be in holdings that were called. In other words, they have a holding, they're going to hold it for 24 months or 36 months and then it will mature. But a lot of the investment firms have sold those holdings while they're in, in, a, in the green, in the profit zone, and that person finds themselves holding cash. So there's a, there's a number of reasons why. But, you know, they are saying, hey, we think, you know, the market's going to be ugly, which I, I'm not a forecaster. I don't believe in the crystal ball theory with playing that with the markets. We have this immediate information stream. The S&P is officially now in a bull market. I saw that headline recently. I did too. Yeah, and and it's like, okay, but that doesn't tell me anything about tomorrow because you can't predict tomorrow. Hey, Bruce, I want to talk to you today about forgotten retirement accounts. I was reading that there is over $1.3 billion in forgotten retirement accounts. Apparently, people leave their jobs, abandon their 401ks, or maybe they just forget all about them. And this is something that really impacts everyone. I don't care how much money you make now. You probably started off with a smaller job somewhere or two along the way. Mm -hmm. Those retirement accounts, you shouldn't just let those go, should you? I mean, that's your money. You know, it's amazing to me because we no longer manage 401k accounts for companies, but we used to. And and it would amaze me how many times somebody would change jobs and literally fall off the planet where you couldn't, maybe they'd probably move to another city or whatever, and you can't get a hold of them. You know, so here's their money, it's in an account, and, and we always had a fear of an account going dormant to where the, the government would say, oh, it's an abandoned account, we'll take the money. I think to this day, we still have a few accounts out there that we can't get a hold of the people. So <laughs> that's problem one. But people don't realize is what they don't know about opportunities with these accounts. So if you have an account that's at an old 401k, we're in increasingly volatile markets where there's people that there's advanced things people want to do with their accounts or saying, hey, I want to protect those assets or I want this type of investment or I want to preserve the assets or, you know, how do I build that portfolio that goes beyond the traditional just collection of mutual funds or stocks or bonds or what have you? And this is a great opportunity. So you can take that orphaned account out there and say, okay, I have a hundred grand sitting over there that I really don't even look at. You say, well, look, why don't we put that to build your new allocation with some of these new strategies for wealth protection or wealth preservation? Let's utilize that for that. Here's the one that nobody talks about is that a lot of people, not just the orphan accounts or the forgotten accounts, but they'll take an old 401k and whenever they start that new job, what do, the majority of people take the old 401k and put it into the new 401k. Roll it over. Yeah, they roll it into the, into the plan. So we sit down with people and we basically do our opportunities menu and say, here's the things you can have in your retirement. And they're like, well, hey, I'd like to do that. I'd like to do that. But maybe they, they don't have any real free outside money. And they said, well, I'm not 59 and a half yet. So how would I facilitate this? I'm 55 or 53. You say, well, if you transferred money into a 401k, even though you're not 59 and a half, you always have the right, in most cases, to pull that money back out and put it in an IRA. And you can have the types of assets with wealth protection, wealth preservation, wealth enhancement strategies that you don't have available in the 401k. So there's a lot of flexibility and a lot of opportunity to improve or better design to your liking the portfolio and the goal for your retirement and not be limited to just the investment choices of the 401. So there's a lot of things, and that's something that, you know, we, we specialize with people. Basically, how to build that portfolio the way you want it, not the way somebody has told you they were going to do it. 
Well, you mentioned something a moment ago I'd like to go back to briefly. You talked about an abandoned retirement account and the government taking that money. Mm -hmm. When does that happen? It's different in different states. In Pennsylvania, I won't tell you that it is, remember, it's the government. <laughs> and, and if you're looking for consistency, yes, they have rules. There's just a lot of ways that that can be triggered. We had one, for example, which was really kind of a scary one. So this client had three different accounts. The one account was almost a million dollars. This is back when the, the local postal service changed addresses for everybody. You know, so you went from being this address to like, like from rural route to an actual street and number address. Well, his one account, for whatever reason, the address never got changed and things were being sent out and being returned to the investment company. Well, they're obligated to notify the state that this is a basically a dormant issue because they're getting mail returned and he was not you know proactive and he didn't really pay any attention to it and the account was actually tagged to go to the state <laughs> you know wow so you can have the same thing can happen with a variety of different accounts that are out there and what happens with these state which is called unclaimed property so let's say you had uh, 20 shares of Microsoft and 20 shares of Apple in your account and for some reason it went for it to be an orphan account. So when it goes to the state, they sell whatever's in that account. They sell it out and just turn it into cash. And then it goes into unclaimed property. And then of course, you know, your name appears in a newspaper or a website or what have you. And you file and say, hey, I'm alive and that's my money and that's my account. And you get it back, but you don't get the holdings back. So whatever mm -hmm. growth would have occurred over that time period, they don't hold on to it and say, well, you know, we'll, we'll keep it, you know, the way it was. No, they, they turn everything they can into cash. So, I mean, there's a lot of things. This is, you see, you've got to stay up to date on your accounts, but it, it more so is knowing what opportunities you have available with those accounts to make them a best fit for what it is you're trying to accomplish for your current and future financial goals, along with the tax planning. So all of this stuff ties together. But it's a very important topic and something that we hear all the time. It's like, well, you know, yeah, I, I still have that 401k from when I worked over there five years ago. I left there. Ten years ago, I left there. And I say, well, why don't, you know, why haven't you? Well, it's, yeah, I, you know, I don't know what I have to do to get it. And I don't really have time. Listen, it, it's a great investment of your time to you know, be on top of that to make sure that you're accounting for all of your shekels. That's right. And Bruce can help you do that. And you can visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Or you can call 888-888-5601. You've been planning your retirement for some time. But now you are watching the economy and financial markets destroying your plan. If your path to retirement or through retirement is in question, it's time for a second option. At the Wealthcare Investment Center, we can help you elevate your planning to weather financial storms today and into the future. We know you don't want to postpone retirement or run out of money during retirement. So now is your best time to talk with an elite wealth strategist. Let us show you how our high level of planning and management can help you protect and grow your wealth during volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a more durable plan for a sustainable retirement income. Let us help you get your planning back on track and moving in the right direction. Now is the right time to upgrade your plan. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the Wealthcare team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Back now with Get More Retirement and Bruce Smith. I wanted to run this by you because I ran across an article from Costco saying shoppers, they think, are prepping for a recession 
In their recent earnings call, Business Insider reports that Costco's CEO said the average transaction amount is down about 3.5 percent because people are buying fewer big ticket items like flat screen TVs. Some shoppers are buying more canned meats and less fresh meat, especially beef. And Costco's lower priced house brand Kirkland is selling better than it was. So what do you think of their, let's call it a recession meter? <laughs> that's that's very good label for it. First of all, I mean, one thing about retailers today is they have better data than they've ever had before. Remember back in the day, you'd see people doing inventory, you know, everybody and their brothers are pulling stuff off shelves, they're counting stuff, you know, nowadays, everything is just so automated. I mean, obviously you have shoplifting and stuff, but for the most part, they know what's going on. So three and a half percent down at Costco is a big number. But I think their other observations are more important. Basically, you're seeing less big screens go out. And I'm sure when they make that statement, they know like they're going to have a tick up in big screens for the Super Bowl and for things like that. So they know what their trends are. Mm-hmm. And if things are trending away from the norm, then they're going to be able to see that. And we've seen other data from different financial publications that pretty much reaffirms this with other retailers. And Bruce, I want to talk about taxes right now. I mean, saving on taxes just makes sense, right? But is it possible to save on future taxes, but do that now? CNBC says we're in the window of low taxes for retirement plan withdrawals. My question is, how can we use that to save on lifetime taxes? You bring a very interesting term to the show by saying lifetime taxes, and it's the right phrase. It's the right topic. When you say tax planning or tax strategy or tax anything, people tend to think of, I have a tax preparer, I have a CPA, I have somebody who does my returns. And even if you go to them and say, hey, what should I be doing with my IRAs tax-wise? And they're going to give you opinions. And I have to be very candid and honest and full disclosure. I used to give those same opinions, you know, like, you know, we all signed up for the same program. We all said, hey, put your money in your retirement account, pay taxes later. Why do you pay taxes? Because you're going to let all that money accumulate and you're going to be in a lower tax bracket when you retire. You're not going to need as much income to live on after you retire. This is why you're going to pay so much less in taxes. And we have not only subscribed to that, but we've just, again, kind of like we talked in the last segment, we forgot about the old 401ks. We forgot about our current 401k. We forgot about our current IRAs. And nobody has ever said, you know what? What is that tax bill look like over my lifetime? And we said, I think, last week in the show, and here's a very important point. If you want to understand the importance of your planning and managing your retirement assets, add one word to what you typically think about. So instead of retirement planning, think of Mm -hmm. it as retirement unemployment planning. Mm -hmm. And it raises the bar to a whole higher level because it's like this money has to last you the rest of your life. If you say I'm having a retirement party because I'm retiring next week, if they put up the sign, you know, going into the venue and it said retirement unemployment party for Cheryl, you know, (laughs) guess what? All of a sudden, everybody that walked in there to stop and go, wow, because it's a lifetime of unemployment. So when you talk about the tax burden, what are the unknowns that you're facing? Well, one of them is what are the taxes going? How much of this will the government be getting of my hard-earned nest egg? I've had this thing for my whole life while I was working that lifetime, but now I'm going to be unemployed. So I want to keep as much of this for me as possible and give as little to Uncle Sam. So how much is that lifetime tax bill? And if you ask people that, if you ask an advisor that, they'll come back with the standard industry reply, which is, we don't provide tax advice. But then the second one is a warning. It says, but seek competent professional advice before making any transactions. And, you know, this is without a doubt the greatest opportunity for people who want to maximize that nest egg, maximize their wealth during their lifetime. And that is knowing what that tax bill looks like and then finding a way to manage those retirement taxes to where it's a long-term strategy, but every year, you know, we're looking at the current tax laws, we're going to look at opportunities. Taxes are on sale. I mean, basically, Mm -hmm. there's a countdown timer that's clicking off till the end of 2025 when the Trump tax cuts will sunset. And when they sunset with no action on the part of the government or the part of Congress or anybody, 
tax rates will revert back to the higher level that they were at prior to the institution of the Trump tax cuts. So nothing a politician likes better than to be able to raise taxes and put his hand on a Bible and say, I didn't do it. <laughs> you know, I had nothing to do with it that. Wasn't it, was me. All, it wasn't me. Exactly <laughs> correct. So, you know, if you know that's what's going to happen, we do our forward-looking tax assessment and say, okay, here's what your taxes look like over your lifetime. And then we say, now, what if we apply everything that's available in the tax code that makes sense for you? The same way that Bill Gates would do with his team, the same way that Bezos' team would do, same thing that Elon Musk's team would do, is say, here's the tax code. And, and the beauty of the tax code is it's for all Americans. It is not discriminatory. It doesn't say, oh, this is exclusively for the rich. No, it's not like that. You know, but people say, well, well, where do I go to get this? Well, it's a unique skill set. It's a unique set of tools. It's a unique system that allows us to do that forward looking. I built the algorithm that's in there. I mean, that's the engineer in me. And most people don't have it, don't know how to do it. That's not their specialty. It was never our plan to make that our specialty, but that probably is the big shiny diamond cornerstone of wealth care is that we know how much increased value you get to keep more of your money. You get to grow your money and keep more of the growth during your lifetime and ensure that a bigger chunk of that money flows to your family heirs and less to that unlisted heir known as Uncle Sam. And we have a case study that we use. We have a, a case study family where they have a million dollars total between the husband and wife and their 401k. And without any tax planning, basically it's like, here's how much income we need. Here's how much Social Security is going to pay us. Here's how much we need to make up the difference. And that works great out to age 73. But then Uncle Sam says, oh, you, you have this million dollars plus that you've never paid tax on. I want to be fed. I want to have mm -hmm. my tax money. So I'm going to make you take X percent out every year and increase that percentage each year. And so now you have forced income, forced distributions. So the tax that you're paying taxes on money that you didn't need for income, it may bump you into a higher tax category for Social Security. It could bump up your Medicare cost. So we look at all of these things and say, okay, that's if you don't take any action, have no management. Here, they're talking about the current tax rates being lower now, but we're looking at, you know, what are all the things that we can do? And in the case of the boomers, we, you know, I think we, we showed that this is our clean sheet of paper. This is what they wanted from our menu of opportunities of all the things they could have as part of their retirement. Many of the things they've never seen or heard of, they say, oh, I like that. I want wealth preservation. Oh, I want wealth protection for a portion. I want to have the wealth enhancement of tax management. I want these things. So we build the plan accordingly. And then we say, you know, are any of these things, things you're not currently doing? And what's the value that you're not getting by having those opportunities? Well, in the case of the boomer, it's like, you know, the investment portfolio management, the difference at age 90 was an additional 300 and some thousand dollars, mm -hmm. you know, and that's pretty much where the conversation stops. If you're interviewing a new advisor, thinking of switching advisors, looking at a robo advisor, thinking about doing whatever, that's a big number. I mean, if you could have $300,000 more money over your retirement lifetime, you'd like that, right? Yeah, I, I would. But then the tax management side added an additional million five. Mm. A million five. So <laughs> basically, 500%, five times greater value was provided by having a tax management strategy over their lifetime than what the investment changing value of the portfolio. So that's how powerful this is. This is why it's so important. And the majority of people today, if we've gone long enough now, then most baby boomers are in a position now where A, they don't have a pension. B, if they had a pension option, companies are saying, we're going to give you a lump sum instead of a pension because they want to divorce the responsibility of, of dealing with you once you're unemployed. They've amassed a bunch of money in, in IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, their workplace retirement, and maybe supplemental plans they've put together, but they've not paid the tax on this money. So they have that government loan sitting out there saying, you know, okay, pay me later. Well, here's how much you owe the government. It's a debt. It's a loan. And how do we find the most efficient way to satisfy that debt? Just like you would get rid of a credit card. That's what we do that's unique there. 
So here they're talking about lower rates. We're going much, much deeper into mm -hmm. it and able to actually do a valid projection. Here's your retirement lifetime taxes. We just did one for a client last week. I think their retirement lifetime taxes plus what their kids would pay on their retirement when they inherited it, it was somewhere around a million five, a million six. And with our retirement tax management strategy for enhancing their wealth over their lifetime, they would have paid Uncle Sam off totally by the time they were 74. And they, at that point, they would keep 100% of the growth on their money. They would not share with Uncle Sam. They would get all their Social Security with no taxes. They would have eliminated any requirements for required distributions because none of it was subject to that. And from that age, 74 on, if a spouse died, the remaining spouse had access to that money tax-free and could still grow it tax-free. And when they died, it would pass 100% income tax-free to their kids <laughs> who could grow it for 10 more years under current tax law without paying any taxes and take the money out with no tax liability. And we reduced the bill down to about 600 grand lifetime to do all of that. So you've got a lower tax bill, but you got all of the additional benefits which is what created a lot of increased wealth because you're now in control of your money. You're now getting the benefit for you and your family as opposed to Uncle Sam. Quick question. I need a quick answer. But why is it that we tend to think that our tax burden will go down after retirement? Because we were always told that. Again, nobody has run the numbers. It used to be that your tax burden went down because, first of all, you didn't have this giant mass of, of money you'd never paid tax on. So that's where that was a tipping point. And the second one was, you know, the old adage, well, when you retire, you know, you're not going to need to fill up the car every week to drive to work. You're not going to have all these other expenses. You know, you, you're going to be able to kick back and relax and, and you're not going to have to pay near as much for things because you're not as active. And, and well, that sounds great. But then we had this crazy little thing happen recently called inflation. And then we had this crazy little thing where we dropped all the money we spent for COVID. Well, there's going to be higher taxes from that. So, you know, what we were promised and we assumed that dangerous word all of our lifetime, retirees are finding out. And I asked them, I don't tell them. I, I said, do you think you're going to spend less money in retirement? No, because everything costs more. Okay. <laughs> do you think you're going to pay less taxes in retirement? No, because they keep raising taxes and, and it's just, you know, it's really very costly. It's like, yeah. And what about health care? So it's just, you've got to do what you can do to get the maximum value, squeeze the most juice out of that nest egg That's to benefit right. you and your family. That, and this is one of the very big keys and opportunities that most people are basically, just like we talked in the last segment about forgotten 401ks, guess what? This is like unclaimed property. If you don't claim these tax benefits for yourself, they just go into the wind. Well, don't miss out on your opportunity. If you've saved $500,000 or more, give Bruce and his team at WealthCare a call right now, 888-888-5601. Now, Bruce is so confident that he can provide you with powerful and really innovative options and strategies that he will waive his usual planning fee, but you need to call now. That number is 888-888-5601 or visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. On the way, getting you around the retirement hazard zone as Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith continues. What do you do when you get a health diagnosis that doesn't look so good? Most likely, you'll get a second opinion. Shouldn't you treat your wealth the same way? Your financial health has probably declined to the point that you should get an updated diagnosis for your investment portfolio. At the Wealth Care Investment Center, a second opinion with one of our elite wealth specialists will include exploring a variety of higher-level planning and management strategies for your wealth. Our proven strategies could help you protect and grow your wealth in these volatile markets, reduce your retirement taxes, and build a consistent plan for income. We look at all possible opportunities to improve your financial health. So take a deep breath, give us a call, and let us give you a second opinion to help you manage your wealth just like you manage your health. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the WealthCare team now at 888-888-5601. That number again is 888-888-5601. 
You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. This is Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith, founder and president of Wealthcare Investment Center. I'm Cheryl White, and there's so much more to talk about in the show today, starting with inflation. Apparently, Bruce, many of us are not convinced that inflation is under control. In fact, according to a monthly consumer sentiment study, 78% of Americans think inflation will actually increase over the summer. And the study also found that 68% of people say that the U.S. economy will actually get worse rather than better. How much do you think consumer confidence impacts the economy? Well, economies are driven by supply and demand. That will never change. But what's very dangerous is you look at trends, and there's no question we've seen the biggest jumps in inflation that I can recall in my lifetime. I mean, I can even go back to the gas wars back in the day, but this is worse. And so when people are expecting it, for example, we've seen where OPEC is talking about, you know, they're cutting their production. That'll raise the price of gasoline and and diesel and all the things we need from the petroleum end of the world. And I can't help but think that part of that is because, you know, they're saying, well, they expect inflation, they expect higher prices, and if we can get a higher price for our product, then that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And that transmits across so many areas. For example, you know, there's another sub-level of psychology happening here still is, that, you know, we all went through two years of house arrest with nice furniture with COVID, you know. <laughs> and true. I think a lot of us resigned ourselves to a new reality of saying, you know what, by golly, I'm going to live my life. I want to go enjoy myself. For example, if I'm renting beach houses, if I have rental properties and I'm renting out for people that they come to the beach and they're expecting higher prices, you know, I'm going to raise the price of that property till people stop renting from me. And so, and if they're expecting it, they won't hesitate to reach deeper into their pocket, their checkbook, their credit cards, their retirement accounts, what have you, to facilitate that which they want because they've already in their mind said, well, I knew this was going to cost me more money. (laughs) I knew this was going to happen. It's a vicious, (laughs) ugly cycle. Now, the cycle will break eventually, and you'll get to where people finally either, A, can't afford it, and we are seeing uh, large defaults. You know, we're seeing increased defaults in the credit side. We're seeing increased usage of consumer credit. This was in the Wall Street Journal, I think, about a month ago. Harley-Davidson, first quarter, took off a $54 million loss and their Harley credit division. And Harley's known, if you've got a 500 credit score, you can buy a Harley. They, so they financed anybody. But the interesting part of that article wasn't the, the dollar amount. It's that there are not enough repo people and companies in America today to go get all the Harleys that are in default on their loans. Now, that's a very very scary observation when you think about it. Yes. So basically people charge and and do what have you, but what's the other side of this thing look like? But no, people are expecting higher prices and inflation has been real, significantly real. It's not going to reverse itself anytime soon. We've seen a pause from the Fed, but it's not the end of the game. So there's a lot of things that are moving along, but make no mistake is that, you know, when you talk about retirement, you've got to base your retirement security on projections. And we're going to talk about that some more in the show today. But, you know, when you start talking about inflation and higher prices, that means you're going to burn down your nest egg faster for that same lifestyle that you were expecting and planned for maybe two, three, four years ago. And people said, hey, you're going to be financially secure. You're okay. You're fine. Do not rest on the laurels of those assumptions because you've got to revisit them and get accurate data. Yes, and I think we've become somewhat skeptical, maybe even more so than before, of what we're being told. You know, the inflation is cooling, but apparently we're not buying that just yet. So we're still saying, I don't know, I think it's going to go up over the summer or... I think things are going to get worse before they get better. And maybe that's just a normal way to think. But I also think that that actually influences, as you say, what actually does happen. Right. And the the old adage in the computer world or software world has always been garbage in means garbage out. Mm -hmm. You know, the better data you have, the better that you're able to look into the future or look down the road. And there's a fatal flaw that is built into almost every retirement plan or planning scenario in America. 
there is no perfect solution. It doesn't exist. But the the one flaw that's built into almost every plan is, you know, when they say about stress testing, that they're using a, they're saying, okay, so we're assuming a 5.7% rate of return, 6%, whatever it is. The plan is built that every single year, that's the return that that portfolio gets. And the fact of the matter is, is that you don't invest that way. You have variable rates of return. And we have run this because this is the failure point of most retirement plans is, you know, when you look at that average return, it may look great. And you say, okay, what about actual market returns? If we go back 20, 25 years, and, you know, what would that same plan have looked like with that series of returns? It's the same average, but it's that variable, some years I win, some years I lose. And you find that they end up with less money at the end of the projection. Now, if we flip those numbers and say, let's run them in reverse from 2023 back to 1999. So we run it a couple of different ways as part of our stress testing, but invariably we almost always find that those projections when using the variable numbers, even when you flip them, they end up being less than what those projections were for the average rate of return. So if somebody said you've got financial security because of this average rate of return, the markets have not performed sufficiently to achieve those numbers in most cases. So you've got this shrinkage, this damaging erosion of your nest egg. And and there's so many pieces that you're not going to fail in retirement due to one thing. It's not going to be because the market crashed in a Mm. given year or how much you spent and you bought that extra thing for your boat or whatever it might be. It's going to be a series of little cuts, little things that are silently draining that nest egg to the point it becomes a critical factor. Well, I want to take that a step farther right now because there's something called the retirement hazard zone. Kiplinger Mm -hmm. says it has to do with the decisions you make with your money starting at 59 and a half. If you make some bad decisions, could your retirement be in jeopardy? And why is 59 and a half that critical time? The average retirement in America today, I think is hovering around 62 and change years. So 59 puts you in that three to five years before you actually retire, typically. And this is kind of the the focus zone. This is the place where you need to really be paying attention to what's going on with your money. What Kiplinger is talking about is if you have either massive expenditures early on in your retirement or massive market losses early on or, God forbid, you have massive market losses and still make massive expenditures, you basically create a problem for your longevity of your nest egg, which in most cases is irreparable. You cannot get that money back. You can't earn enough money back to replace the hole that you just dug. And that's what people don't think about. You know, one of the things we see quite often, and it's the nature of retirement, is some people say, for example, well, hey, when I retire, I'm going to golf a lot. Okay, well, that's fine. Maybe you bought a new set of golf clubs. In most cases, I won't say all. It's not that big of a deal. Sometimes it can be very expensive. But then you get people that instead that say, well, I'm going to buy a $100,000 RV or $200,000 RV out of my retirement nest egg. That's a big hit. Okay. Or I'm going to go buy this vacation home. I, I planned for that. That's what I wanted. That's what I'm going to do. And maybe the numbers look okay or make sense if that's all that happens. But if you buy that vacation home or that RV, then you find yourself with the market dropping 10 or 20 percent. You lose a couple hundred grand due to the market. Now, all of a sudden, you've got a massive hole that you will not recover from. So they're correct in that, you know, you want to get a start five years, even up to 10 years before you retire. Get solid understanding, solid projections, stress test. You know, if you're looking, say, I want to buy that RV. What does it look like if I buy that RV and the market drops 20%? And then how does that affect me long-term? And if you're not asking these questions, then you may find yourself living through the event and suffering throughout your retirement lifestyle. We've seen people do it with the RV, and then they want to get rid of the RV, and they find that it's only worth 50 cents on the dollar, 60 cents on the dollar of what they paid for it. So a financial understanding, running the numbers, again, what will higher taxes do down the road? You see how mm-hmm. you see how it's just like all these little minions are there chipping away at that retirement nest egg and retirement financial assets are totally different. All the years that you worked, you invested. And the only moving parts you had was you're contributing. Your employer may have been contributing. The market was going up and down. 
and that was the net value of your account. Those were the only moving pieces for 20, 30, 40 years of your working lifetime. When you retire, you totally change the game. You're not contributing, so the ability to ride the bumps went away because you're not adding to the pile. Your employer is not adding to the pile. Uncle Sam wasn't taking anything out of your pile all those years you were working. Now you find yourself reaching into that pile of cash and pulling money you need for your lifestyle. In order to get that money, you've got to pay Uncle Sam his share for every dollar you took out. So that's an increased expense that doesn't provide any real benefit to you. And then you have the expense of down markets. You have the expense of unforeseen expenses, the expense of health care, the expense of so many things. And if you have an up year in the market, it's always going to be what I made less what I took out. So you don't have as high a return in a loss year. If the market's down 15%, you suffer those same losses you did during all those working years. But then you have also the loss of what you took for your lifestyle. Hey, and we want to thank you for joining us today for Get More Retirement with Bruce Smith. If you want a higher level of planning and management of your retirement wealth for your full retirement lifetime, reach out to WealthCare by calling 888-888-5601 right now. And as always, you can visit us online at WealthCare.com. That's Wealth, K-A-R-E dot com. Talk with you next week, Bruce Smith. Yep, and you have a good one. Everybody out there, be safe and enjoy your summer. Talk to you in a week. Are you afraid to look at your financial statements? Are you shredding them without opening them? If so, it's time for you to get a second opinion from the WealthCare Investment Center. At WealthCare, our portfolios are designed using proven risk reduction strategies to help protect and preserve your wealth during market downturns while maintaining the opportunity for strong growth when the market turns upward. All of our wealth managers are fiduciaries that will always put your interest above all others. If you need a plan to better manage the ups and downs of the financial market, we are ready to help. Let us help you explore the opportunities available from using a higher level of planning and management for your wealth. Instead of shredding or avoiding your financial statements, let's take a look at them together. If you have saved at least $500,000 or more for your retirement, get a second opinion today from one of our elite wealth specialists. Schedule your complimentary wealth checkup today. Call the WealthCare team now at 888-888-5601. The number again is 888-888-5601. You can also visit us online at wealthcare.com. That's wealthcare.com. Advisory services offered through the WealthCare Investment Center, a registered investment advisory firm. Insurance products and services offered through American Assets Financial Corp. and RIA Wealth Solutions LNC. The information contained in the material provided is for informational purposes only, and no statement contained here should constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Our program content is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. You should seek advice on legal and tax questions from an independent attorney or tax advisor. Our firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. This radio program is sponsored by the WealthCare Investment Center.